Hello there, and welcome to Full Steam Ahead Episode 2. My name is Isaac, or Flatcap, and I'm joined by... Hello, I am Ben. We're back again for Episode 2. I'm excited to see you. Me too. I mean, uh, we've got one uh, beneath us now. Let's go on. Um, and it's good that, that we're joining each other again today. A bit of continuity. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, hopefully this week is slightly less awkward now. Um, and it is always easier when there's two of us rather than three, especially on teams. I'll see the way we're doing it because of the, the sort of locations. Um, it's great having RT on, but you can't always necessarily know when the other's talking. There's lots of like cutting each other over and it's just, oh, it's a nightmare. But we will get there. Yeah. We will get there. I know, yeah, I know anyone who listened last week will um, definitely have, have heard us um, trying to talk over each other. But you know what? However many we can get on, we're happy with that. And uh, our, our real goal is to get the best products out to you guys and uh, show you uh, our amazing club. Exactly. At the end of the day, we're regular people. We're going to make mistakes. We can't be perfect. Well, we, we try our best. But, we try. Uh, <laughs> Maybe I need to try a little bit more, but yeah. <laughs> yeah we, we can't all be Christian Holt, can we? We can't all be Holty. We can't all be Holty, unfortunately. Uh, how's everything going though with you, mate? It's going well. Uh, working, just uh, keeping on going. Um, glad to be doing the podcast tonight. It takes me away from uh, from life for a bit. Yeah. And um, yeah, looking forward to the game at the weekend as well. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, What's going on with you? Yeah, just the same really, mate, working, um, well, making myself look busier than what I am. Uh, Travelling a lot today, as in London, last couple of days. That kind of takes takes it out of you a bit, but tomorrow working from home, so I get a bit of a lay-in, so we can do the <laughs> podcast. Obviously, I know we record a few days in advance, um, obviously ahead of our uh, Friday releases, so it's Tuesday at the moment. But uh, yeah, it's just quite nice having a lay-in sometimes, you know? Oh, I can imagine. Uh, unfortunately, with my job, I don't quite get it because uh, I have to be in work for eight every morning. And uh, I mean, for example, where I'm working at the minute, it's about an hour and a half journey. So I'm uh, out the door bright and early. Ooh, um, that's right. So I'm ready for a good kip tonight. Yeah, we'll get it done as quick as we can tonight, but we will not scrimp on the quality, of course. Of course. Not at all. And we have got a lot to talk about, actually. Um, I mean, we, we don't really want to go into it too much. Obviously, it's disappointing, but we have had a game over the weekend. We have. Uh, we have. Um, you know, I, I just want to pose, before we go into it, and I just want to get your opinion on it, because mine's quite quite mixed, depending on what the results are for me and what, how my opinion changes. So pre-season, like pre-season game, especially your first one, do people really take notice? Like, Do you sit there and think, that's the benchmark of where we're at? Or do you just think, oh, it's first game, the lads are back. They've probably had a good couple of weeks, you know, three, four, five weeks in some cases. They've enjoyed themselves. That's fine. Whatever happens, happens. I think it's, um, I think it is a benchmark, but a benchmark for where we are now. Um, as you said, we've got a lot of factors to, to put into it, but we have to see progress now over the next four weeks. Hmm. Um, and, I mean, even then, a lot of the teams that we're playing over this preseason are higher quality than us. Um, if you look at the divisions that we're playing against, so mm-hmm. when we mm-hmm. actually get into the league phase, it will be different, and it's it's not really about paying heed to the results um, against the other teams. It, it's paying heed to the results against ourselves, the quality on display, the fitness on display, and I, I think that's what we need to look at going forward. And I know our match analysis team uh, in Newfan with an AFC crew. Um, they, they will be doing a great job and they will be looking into everything ready for the start of the season. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, I, I, I completely agree with you. 
if we lose. However, <laughs> <laughs> if we win, and we win, you know, say, you know, random numbers out of my head, 12-2, for example, then you'd sit there and, and be quite happy. Be like, yeah, pre-season, we are, this is where we are. We're, gonna, we're just going to smash it. We're just going to absolutely steamroll this league this season. Exactly. Um, I think, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I would definitely take a 12-2 win. Um, I mean, Ashton, this weekend, you better watch out, but... Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the rail boys are coming for you Ashton <laughs> it's, uh, as, as the uh, classic football manager response goes one game at a time um, it's still nil nil keep on going lads. it's still nil nil um, yeah but, so but yeah. <laughs> go, go, going into this uh, weekend's game then yeah 12-2 um, unfortunately a defeat at the hands of um, Panga 1876 uh, a very good side in the Welsh uh, football divisions uh, what's your take on it first and foremost Ben uh, kind of, I just want to echo really what you've said just now. Um, I caught a lot of it on the on uh, on VO, so I kind of watch what I can. I think you got to take the positives out of it. You know, we've only had was it two or three days worth of training that uh, Gary yeah. Taylor Fletcher's had, so you can't you can't take too much or read too much into it. But I just hope that the boys are are kind of sitting thinking, yeah, that was a bit of a heavy defeat, even though they are you know they are a quality team by. Com- you know, comparably, of course, but yeah, the boys need to to up their game now. You know, they know where we're at. There's a lot of work to do if we want to keep climbing these leagues up. We know we want to, and that's our aim. Um, then they need to not necessarily pull their finger out because you know, as, as I said, it's the first week back. Um, but hopefully, they're they're there, ready to go. Um, the positives, you know, we scored against them. We scored two goals. One was from open play as well. So I think there's there's definitely positives there. Yeah, yeah, most certainly. Um, the the Arrow team just. I mean, going off what you said, a team that are in the, the, the top, well, the upper divisions of Wales, I think they're in second division at, at present. They're a Phoenix team as well from a team that have, I believe, competed in, in European football before as well in the pre- uh, preliminary rounds. So um, it, it was never going to be an easy task. Mm. And for the lads to go out there as uh, a team in the, well, who've just got into the football pyramid in England, a lot of the players that we did have last season and went and destroyed the league. I think we can be very happy with, with how we played. Mm. Um, and I know the, the people that are more experienced than me in the field, as in Gary, um, as in Lee, our head um, analysis, they're, they're going to be looking at this this result and looking at the gameplay and seeing where we are standing right now. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, as you said, the, the game at the weekend against Ashton is going to be, you know, another test. You know, there's, there's no doubt yeah. about it. But I think the boys will be a lot more confident. You've got another week of training under their belt. You know the, the the actual conditioning side of things is going to be, you know, vastly different already. Just in a week, um, yeah. you know, I know I feel it when I've I've eaten clean for a week and, and done a bit of gym work. It's like oh, I feel like a completely new man. Obviously, these guys are, are athletes, you know, uh, to a certain extent. Uh, especially Holty, yeah. of course. You know, we've had some stories <laughs> off air, and uh, you know, we love we love Holty, and we know what he's uh, what he's all about. So, you know, I, I think it's all it's all positive. Um, just yeah. take a game at a time. That's all we all we can do. Yeah, most certainly. I mean, I know it will have kind of put a bit of a, a shock to the lads, especially coming through last season as as an undefeated team in the league in all games that they played. Obviously, the cup um, cups didn't go our way, but in the league to to trounce that league in in the first season as this this new outfit almost um, to go into a game like that. I know last season we didn't have the friendly against De La Salle. Um, and they did beat us um, quite convincingly. And that was the first game of the, the Gary Taylor Fletcher era. Mm. And that did put a bit of shock into the lads. He went on and won 8-2 against uh, two of the strongest uh, outfits in our league. 
and we are playing again, uh, playing a game against them again this season. So uh, this preseason, so that will be a, another test for us to see how we have progressed in the last six months. Um, yeah. Maybe we will play Bangor again. Um, maybe next season, maybe the season after. But again, it, it's a test of progress, and in pre-season, the games don't have too much weight behind them. Mm. We're not out of the, the running for the uh, Staffordshire Division One because we lost against Bangor. No, exactly. It, <clears throat> you know, on the, on the grand scale of things, it has no impact in our season. Yeah, you know, yeah there's definitely. no negatives behind it. Of yeah, we lost. You know, it, it was a bit of a hammering. It was twelve-two, unfortunately. Pull our socks up. Let's move on. And let's look forward to this weekend. That's all I, uh, all I, all I care about, to be honest. Yeah. Well, um, again, this weekend is going to be a test. It's not going to be an easy game. Um, Ashton are a, a good outfit themselves. Um, they've they've done well in the previous few seasons, um, leagues above us. So what we have to do is we have to take this game in our stride. Um, we have to see what the result is, but I'm sure it will be a good game. Absolutely. Any predictions? Or are you not going to be too brave yet? Uh, well, I know we. I believe we should have some more trialists for this game, um, as I believe Ashton probably will uh, at this level of football. Mm. It's it's again testing out different things that, that Gary wants to try. Maybe it'll uh, it'll come out well. I think it'll be a much closer game than this weekend's been, but I, I can't say yet. Okay, I'm I'm just gonna throw it out there. Four two win for us. I think we'll That's have some trialists. We'll still have some of our our players that you know they need to run out. Um, they still have some trialists, of, of course, as well. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to go out there four two. You know, the, one That's thing crazy. I've noticed would... since joining and, and obviously following the team and obviously with uh, with, with uh, GTF in, we do like to score some goals. Yeah, we do. We do most certainly. Now that's all well and good. So shall we move on to a little bit about the club? I know there's been some some news going around this week. There's been some updates. Um, around the club, around the league as well. I know you've got obviously a lot more info uh, on this if you want to share to the listeners. Yeah, so um, uh, from what we've heard recently, um, being in the Staffordshire County Division 1 next year, um, we have had one team pull out. So from well, from the AGM that we had a couple of weeks ago, we heard there were 21 teams that were going to be competing. Um, that's down to 20. Um, however, we have heard that a team has pulled out the Premier Division as well, which will pull the league down to 19. Um, so a few less teams to play. Um, I'm assuming one team from our division will go up to the Premier League. That's what every sign points to, especially with the AGM already gone now. Um, from, from what we've heard, we've, we, we expect it to be the team that came third last year. Um, the, the name of that team has, has escaped me at the minute. But that means that we've got one less challenger almost for, for the higher positions of the league this season. Uh, but one thing I did want to kind of touch on too is, is the structure of the league next year because it's very interesting. Uh, I don't know if you've seen about this yourself, Ben, but um, it's going to be a two-tiered league, almost like the Scottish or the Belgian um, Premier Leagues. Yeah, I did see have, that. And yeah. it's, that threw me because I didn't know that we did that in this country. Um, you know, I've only recently, I hold my hands up, I've only recently learnt about sort of non-league football and things like that, you know, over the last sort of three, four months or so. I knew that it was a big thing abroad, but yeah. I didn't realise we we're actually doing it here, which is quite interesting. So I know you've yeah. got the breakdown and stuff, but yeah, I think it's brilliant. Yeah. It's a really good idea. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not something that really happens often in this country, even for the non-league levels. Um, it's, I mean, it's just been implemented in the Staffordshire divisions this year. Um but, but what it means is that every team will play every other team in the division um, in the first half of the season, whether that be home or away. 
halfway through the season there'll be a cutoff point and every team i don't know if we've confirmed the numbers now obviously with the changes in the division um but there'll be a cutoff and a certain number of teams at the top half of the table will go into their own league phase um and then the bottom half of the table will go into a a cup competition uh, to keep football going to keep people um interested in the sport uh, and to keep games going on as well for the for the teams in the division um but if you're, for example, I think eighth might be the cutoff, but that's speculation at this point. Um, at eighth place, you will play the top eight teams. Mm. Uh, if you play them home in the first half of the season, you'll then play them away, and it'll continue as if you ate the only eight in the league. Oh, right, um, okay. But but there's a, always a potential that you can rise up the up the division uh, and get to a, a, a very good stage and potentially look for promotion into the Staffordshire Prem next year. Um, but with the... Um, with the two teams no longer in our league uh, and that's already now we've still got another month until the league starts yeah I think that'll change won't it there'll there'll be some sort of structure change with that Um, I think it's I I guess for me the good thing about the structure of that is it makes every team want to field or try to field strong teams especially early doors in the season so it you know from a player's perspective surely you're going to buy into that thinking well there's, there's more to play for here so you're gonna, you know, almost force yourself for that availability piece to be. No, I'm here, Gaff. I'm ready. You know, I can play. I'll be here. I can be there. And it, it's a bit more onus on them to, you know, have that accountability to say, look, I'm, I'm repping the club. You know, I am here. I'm, I'm a player. I'm one of the best players here. I can do this. I can be there. Yep, yeah, most certainly. Um, and you, you can't really count on the easy wins. I mean, especially in our position, we've just come into this league, and I'm sure it, it's miles higher in quality than than the Cheshire Crewe and District League um, and I know there's updates going on there at this level of football it's so interesting I mean we've seen um, Droleston a team that we're quite close with we have got a friendly with them uh, during pre-season mm. um, and they've been moved now I think from the um, northern section of the Counties Prem um, or Counties 1 wherever they are uh, to the southern section so that obviously changes a lot for, for that team and at this level of football, there's so much kind of um, dynamicism, however you say the word. Uh, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's dynamic and, and it's never going to be a boring um, watch if you're, if you're looking into the behind the scenes of it. Um, but all I can say is the next season is going to be very interesting with, with the structure that we've been told will be in place. Um, and I'm excited to see how it goes ahead. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the, the fact for us as well, the fact we've jumped up two leagues, basically, um, or two tiers, as it were, um, effectively, you know, it, it definitely will be a different class of of opposition we'll come against. But you know, I know that work that that Gary Taylor Fletcher put in, and the boys are obviously going to put in as well. Um, I know, obviously, across the socials, there was a few videos of them training and stuff as well, which was good to see. Uh, kind of little uh, behind the doors sneak peek of of what goes on, which is great for us as well. Um, so yeah, I think it's going to be it's going to be a good season. It's going to be a good yeah, season. I mean- Again, we have to wait for that that opening game and see where that takes us. Um, yeah. I, d- I don't think it'll be a twelve-two. <laughs> Hopefully, to us, um, I'd much rather the twelve-nil clean sheet. But um, you know, you've got to take it one game at a time now. And and I think when it comes to the new season, we've we've got a lot to look out for, especially with AFC crew. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and with regards to, I know there's some news on the kits as well for us fans yes yes there is um so I i'm assuming we... you've ordered yours by the way 
Yes, uh, just throwing away. it out there now, so the listeners can name and shame you if you haven't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, I'm, I'm waiting on my home and away kit. Um, I mean, I'm off to, to Spain in a week, so unfortunately I will miss the, the first FC Crew game at our new home stadium. Um, oh, I will no. put my hands up there and um, wait for the for the stoning. But um, <laughs> it's, it's one of those things. I mean, family time. You know, I've um, I've committed a lot of time to the club this last year. I've, I can miss one or two. Absolutely. Um, but no, we, we won't I've hold it against you. Not too much. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, means a lot at least i'm not one of you southerners who never turns up but it's fine oh oh that cut deep <laughs> yeah people in flat caps down this way we just sort of give them a bit of a weird look these days but i wasn't <laughs> gonna say anything <laughs> those lancastrians in yorkshire lads were uh, very cultured what can i say yeah. um but no, i think the phrase is built different <laughs> Drinking my Newcastle brown while recording the podcast, you know. It's <laughs> definitely the phrase to go. Newcastle brown. God, I put hairs in my chest. I'm 31 years old. Neil. That'll kill me, I think. Christ. Putting me I'm to 19, shame. So, yeah, yeah like, all right. Just, I yeah, I say, just, you know, just just put it out there and just kick me while I'm down. That's fine. Not a problem, yeah. is it, mate? <laughs> yeah. If anyone wonders about the quality of this podcast isn't as good as last week, that might be why. <laughs> <laughs> Three or four pints in, we're like, all right, do you know what? <laughs> it's, it's only a Tuesday night, what can we say? Yeah, it's, it's a light a, one. It's a long old week. It's a long old week. Um, no, we digress. We digress. So you've ordered the home and away. I've only ordered the home. Um, I'll hold my hands up. And I really regret not ordering the away kit. So I'll we order do, that when it yeah. comes open again. Yeah, there is still time. And I believe from, from what we're looking at... Um, with our marketing we do want to do more giveaways i know we did one towards the end of last season and i think it's brilliant um i, I think when we can get more people involved when we can get more engagement um with the club especially um it, it's always the right thing to do so and i mean maybe you'll be lucky ben maybe you'll uh, win a giveaway and be able to choose out a way kit to be a ship right to oh, your door i'll be buzzing for that i'll be posing <laughs> with it every monday i'll be all over that like a rash yeah. <laughs> I, I was hoping to win the giveaway myself and i've already got a home and away but maybe my little brother can uh, go and do some marketing himself wearing that kit around the gym or wherever he may be yeah just send him out in it i'll be fine wear it up the gym wear it on the bus you know wear it to I would say wear it to work, but I don't think uh, your your colleagues and staff and stuff around you will probably follow it too much considering they're uh, too. If, <laughs> if, if, if I'm doing after school club or anything like that, I'll quickly get changed into it and give flies out to parents. But yeah, um, work, working up north, I mean, quite, quite northern as well. Um, I don't think the parents would be too happy bringing the kids down to crew every weekend <laughs> to support a team that's uh, <laughs> so far away. But maybe one day they'll... Uh, one we'll, day we'll get them down. <laughs> one day they'll be like, I remember I had the opportunity to see them when they were just starting up. Now look at them, Champions League finalists. God, <laughs> what an opportunity. Well, well, <laughs> well, only a football manager at the minute, but um, we'll, uh, we'll see. We'll get um, there, we'll get there. But now the kits come in end of July, I believe, or should be you know, delivered by end of July now, isn't it? which is good. That's what we're looking at, yeah. Um, from what we've heard from the suppliers, uh, there should be, I think it's between five and eight days for delivery mm. uh, from when they get dispatched. Uh, and I believe the, the dispatch should happen within the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, so for the first home game of the season, it, or first game of the season um, of competitive play, we should have kits, which will uh, be good. Very exciting for that. Very exciting. 
Um, I'll be I'll be wearing that proud down here. Yep. Wearing that proud. Hundred <laughs> percent. So yeah, I th I think the best thing to move on to now um, w would actually be going on to world football for a bit. I know you've got some stuff you'd like to uh, go into. <laughs> yeah, I think. <laughs> This week, I mean, it's only Tuesday, and like my mind is blown with what's happening with Saudi Arabia at the moment. So yeah. there's lots of stuff was happening, what, about two weeks ago regarding Gerard. So he was rumoured to be going out there, and then he publicly stated that he wasn't taking up a managerial position over in the Saudi uh, Premier League. Uh, and it was announced, was it today or yesterday, I think it was, uh, that yeah. he's, actually, he's actually agreed a deal and he's there. And he's done his press conference, he's done his social media posts, etc. Now, I, I kind of understand the move from his part, because he he absolutely did a really good job at Rangers. You know, I think he did yeah. very well there. He left, I think he, he annoyed a few people when he left, but I understood why he left. It did make sense, you know, he wanted to, to go and manage in the Premier League and things like that, I get it. It didn't quite work out. And I think his his confidence was probably knocked a bit. I would imagine, you know, it must be quite hard to you know having to deal with that. So God knows what poor Frank Lampard's dealing with at the moment. Um, but the fact that he he did kind of flop there a little bit, this is kind of the next stage for him to rebuild his confidence. Hopefully, maybe win a trophy or two out there. Um, he's he's got obviously a, a decent team. I know they're looking to make some signings as well. Yeah, I've so, heard of, uh, potentially Thiago from Liverpool might be going for a bumper deal yeah so there's I mean there's so many conflicting reports in there at the moment with that so I've read that he's yeah. happy to see out his last 12 months still obviously play you know in, in the Europa League and things like that and, and obviously the Premier League um, and then potentially he'll just he'll go, on, go as a free agent probably can then demand more wages I would imagine as well because there's no transfer fee to pay so potentially yeah. he'll go down that route um, but the, the signing that got me was uh, Jota from Celtic. Yes. So he's 24 years old. He's just won the treble with Celtic. Why would you move to Saudi Arabia? To me, that's I, I a step know. down in league, is it not? Well, I think that the no European football for a very Eurocentric sport is definitely confusing. I mean, you'd want to be able to go and play in the Champions League next year. I know Celtic have a massive history of playing against Real Madrid, uh, unfortunately for them. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it does seem like a, a, almost a step down. Um, I mean, the, that Celtic team from last season, I thought were a very, very, very good force with, obviously, yeah. Jota, the, the Portuguese player, and, and a few um, Asian players as well on that team. I know there was a, a, a couple of high-profile players. The names escape me. I'm not the most familiar with that league. Mm. But um, Jota is one of the players that I was familiar with. And... He, he did tear up, tear up that league and to see this move in his career maybe it'll be the right thing um, I know I did see um, the Lord's name escapes me but a, a young player from Roma uh, Zaniolo yeah. he went after the Turkish league yes and, yeah. and, and you do think uh, at that age are they wasting away their careers but maybe this will be the level they need to go and play at to prove themselves Yotta isn't going to be playing against easy players I mean you've, you've got who can say in that league now yeah, you got he's an <laughs> yeah. unreal defender. He, well, defensive midfielder. But when you're playing up against players of that caliber, if you can go and prove a name for yourself, the European clubs, the top clubs, will come knocking, and I don't doubt that at all. Yeah, and I, I, I totally agree. It's a really good point, actually, because he is only 24 as well, so he could still do this bumper pay deal for two, three seasons, 
and still have four, five, six years at the top of top of his game really in his prime and still move back to yeah. a European team whether it's in England in, in the Premier League or whether it's in you know the Bundesliga La Liga Serie A you know he, he could yeah. quite easily get into a lot of those teams I would imagine so yeah, I mean, I was, it was just I a was surprise thinking, yeah I was definitely thinking in that Italian league he'd be a, an absolute force if he played for a team like Atalanta I know there's rumours obviously with the um, Atalanta forwards with uh, Hoyland maybe going to United or Whoever, mm, um, yeah, but, but if he if he played on that on that wing, maybe Atalanta, uh, maybe another kind of mid, not even mid tier, but pushing for Europe team, um, maybe even Roma. Um, I definitely yeah. think in a couple of years he could be compared to the likes of Rafael Leal. That might be a hot take, but Ooh. with the natural ability he has, he could be a force. Yeah, I I totally agree. Um, I, I'm not sure about the the Rafael Leal comparisons. Um, <laughs> I think that's a bit bold. Leo's only 19 as well. So he's actually I think he's younger. A bit older than Al. Oh, he's, he might be 20 now. Yeah. Um, but I, I know he's, he's young. He's a bit older than me. <laughs> um, and, um, well, we'll check it and you can correct me next week if I'm wrong. Yeah, um, I'd be quite upset if Raphael, uh, Raphael Leo was the same age as me. Um, <laughs> it, it it's opened your eyes, is not it? <laughs> well, um, I will correct you here. He's a bit older than you thought. Um, he is 24. He's the same age as you. He's 24, is he? Yep. Oh, okay, yeah, hold my hands. I thought he was much younger than that. Then there's Kvartiskelia, uh, which is um, a very difficult name to pronounce. Um, but <laughs> he did very well there. He's 21, I believe, now 21, 22, um, and he's tearing up that league. Obviously, just won the Scudetto with Napoli. Yeah. I, I think he could be in the league of these type of players in a couple of seasons. But yeah, if you've seen absolutely. coaches like Gerard, and I'm not sure if he's a manager, but I think he'd be a great coach. Um, Absolutely, yeah. Maybe he can kind of give these younger players um, a mentorship that they can't get at other clubs, and um, maybe we'll see him at the top level of Europe soon. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm kind of hoping you know people like Gerard going over and you know Nino Santos for example being managed over there just won the league. I'm hoping like these sort of coaches they you know they've coached some big player names in the past or they've been part of big teams and stuff. Maybe it it will help the Saudi league and and get players that are based in Saudi to potentially yeah. go into you know the European leagues. They might not necessarily be at you know the highest of heights, but you know they could still play in sort of the the, the bottom half Prem teams, the bottom half Serie A teams, La Liga, etc., and still do a really good job potentially. Yeah, it does highlight yeah. a bit more of the talent there. I'm not sure if it was the president of UEFA who said that Saudi Arabia are making a big mistake by poaching European talent and not creating academies, mm. which I, I do kind of stand behind. Um, I think academies, myself, are the way forward, and even they're more expansive than that. B teams, I mean, have you Absolutely. seen what's happened with Brentford? Brentford have an unreal, unreal academy, which isn't actually an academy because it is a B team, mm. and they go out and they play friendlies against these bigger clubs, and they get so much experience and, and, and wealth of um, game time that makes them into better players. Yeah, one of Beckham's sons uh, signed another year with them, isn't he? So yes. you know, it's is it Romeo? I think I can't remember. Yeah, I think he, I, I think, think he might Romeo. have even signed on permanently now. Yeah, um, he's, he's done a one-year deal with them for the for the coming season. So yeah, it's a great way. And I think you know potentially the the English leagues could do with something like that in the future. I know you got like the under like the youth level Premier League and things like that, but potentially yeah. in the future, you know, B teams and. The under twenty ones are now they play in, in some of the cup competitions and stuff as well, but it could be the way forward, um, and it could help you know teams like us, for example, 
You know, we we could get games against some of these these sort of bigger clubs or you know, like the lower league clubs still coming into into our sort of tier as their second teams and things like that. What a great experience yeah. and it builds those connections and those club relationships. I mean, I think having Gary Taylor Fletcher as manager for one definitely will help with that. Obviously played for, for Leicester, for Blackpool as much as it almost disgusts me as a Prestonian. Um <laughs> it's them, them relationships if if we can build them, it will uh will definitely benefit the club and I know a lot of the players that we do get come from high levels um, I know Christian Hull had a, had a bit of a partnership with St Helens he went and played for them while we didn't have any games and they are again leagues above us so if we can oh. kind of garner these relationships who knows what will um, what will happen in the future we can get high level games high level friendlies and even maybe some um, some deals with them uh, affiliations Absolutely. There's so much potential. I think I know everyone bangs on about it, especially for the, the sort of English leagues. There's so much you can do at grassroots. Um, and I think, you know, a club like us as well, we, we, we've got that sort of social media following. It's it's a brand new sort of system. It's a new format. It's a completely different way of, of doing things. You know, we're tearing up the, the, the blueprint, so to speak, of running a club. So hopefully that will sort of catch on and develop. And, you know, we, we can hopefully be sort of like trailblazers, really. And see where oh. we go from there. Doing football differently was a thing that got me enticed in this project, and um, I think that's that's the best way to do things. We have loads of roles within the new fan and AFC crew um, system. Um, I believe I said to you Ben before we have about 17 different teams within new fan going mm. um, to make sure the club does run smoothly. Um, and everyone within the club does kind of play their part, and, and you do see that from a day-to-day basis. I mean, we're obviously kind of uh, forefront on the podcast, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, you have everything from match analysis, uh, welfare and safeguarding, revenue, um, outreach. You, you have everything across the board, and, and I think that'd be a good thing to go into to, to like potentially prospective members of, of the club know what they could bring to the table. Absolutely. I mean, there's there is so much opportunity, and I know. Obviously, my sort of journey so far has been, you know, relatively new. I think I joined about three or four games before the end of the season. So things were were a little bit sort of quiet for a little while. But behind the scenes, you know, we're we're building so much in for the new season as well. Um, so the podcast is obviously the, the the big thing. Getting this off off the ground, getting a good format going, getting some incredible presenters. So you know, a couple of big ticks there already. Um, but there, there is. <laughs> yeah, like, our tea's not come on, has he tonight? <laughs> oh, no. Never mind. We'll uh, get him next time. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll keep searching, guys. We'll keep searching. Um, but no, there, there is so much going on, and it it's it, it is really fascinating. You know how many different teams there are, like the finance department, for example, like the guys that are doing all the finance side of things. Yeah, you know, everyone's doing this as a volunteer. Nobody's getting paid for this stuff, and to see you know complete randomers. Like you and I, for example, we've never met properly. We've seen each other yeah. two or three times on teams, but you feel like everyone's your mate. You know everybody already. It's it really is such a community feeling. So if if there is random skills that you've got, um, even even if you don't have random skills, you just want to be part of something. You know, it's it's a couple of quid a month to to, to join the board, have your say in how a football club operates, get to know the ins and outs. Even if you're you're curious or nosy as hell, like I am, for example you just like to know how things work just join it for a couple of months see how you get on and i guarantee you you will end up just sticking around because it is so much fun so entertaining and it's so informative and everybody as i said everyone is like your best mate 
Yeah, I mean, one, one thing I'll add to that, I mean, I can't really go into the, the most recent vote we've had as it is more sensitive, but that's the vote that's gone out to the community. If you are interested, obviously join us. But that was our, our closest vote yet. I think the margin was about four votes between the, the three options at the top. Um, yeah, maybe it's ridiculous, more than that, but, but But even then, I mean, such an influential vote on kind of the, the money within the club almost went out and there was such a minimal margin between two of the highest votes and if you get yourself in you could be the difference mm, absolutely. You, you never know um but yeah the, the way the clubs run behind the scenes obviously you, know, you have people um that have been around for a while um that get more involved and they obviously kind of lead the votes and they'll they'll put them out there and make sure the community is fully informed before we, we go and vote on anything um uh, and that's what's, what's kind of made this club so great. You've got the people doing the research behind the scenes. You've got teams of people doing the research, may I add. It's mm. not just singular people at any point of the club. You, you have people that, that come together and make sure this club is running properly because we all have a, a joint love for it. So tell us about your role then specifically within the club because I know that you're, you're quite involved with a few of the different teams, but there's one specific team that you do have quite a lot of sort of focus emphasis and obviously work extremely hard with so if you want to just tell this and how they can potentially get involved in that and obviously a little bit about your role if you can yep so i have two roles that are very interlinked um one of which being the chief also the club welfare officer the cwo which every club in english football and the english football leagues will have um and i'm also within the server the welfare and safeguard and lead um so touching on to the, the server first, that means that I look after everyone on the server uh, from afar. I keep uh, tabs on, on what's going on, and I just have to make sure that, that what, what's going on in our server is, at, at the end, they're respectful to everyone, um, to make sure that, that everyone is safe in there. And for example, I have um, access to, to who's in the server. Um, I speak to the people that need help more than other people. Um, and I'm obviously in contact with the people that are younger in the club and need more support potentially. Um, and then within the actual club myself, um, AFC crew, I have regular contact with the players, make sure that they have all the physical needs uh, that we can give them. Uh, and if anything is going on, I'm able to direct them to either myself or the right people to help with their concerns. Um, so with, with my obviously background, uh, for all you that don't know, I do work in education. Um, I'm in the process to get my teaching qualifications, so I've got more welfare and safeguarding um, qualifications than I can actually count at this point, and they're all <laughs> very, very similar, unfortunately. Um, but it means that I'm quite well equipped to do this job, and I know a lot of people from around the club are also equally qualified to do their jobs. Um, if you want to get involved with welfare and safeguarding, obviously the, the first thing you can do is, if you are in the server, if you do join the server, flag anything up to me. Or, or to anyone else who is in the club, uh, we all have a nice blue uh, check mark next to our name. Or sorry, um, our names are coloured in blue, so yeah. you can quite easily identify us within the club. Um, and if you do want to get more involved, I mean, always feel free to send me a message. My name on on Discord is Flatcap or Flopcap, I believe. Um, <laughs> as, as someone accidentally called me Top Hat, so I made a bit of a, a connection of the two. So Flopcat is um, is my new name, but. <laughs> Again, you, you will be able to quite easily find me on there. I'm always around. Send me a message and, and we'll always uh, take on board your concerns. We'll take on board your requests even. 
Um, and we do have a, a section of the server for people who just want to talk to one of us, and, and we are always on hand if that is needed. Amazing, amazing. Uh, it just it just emphasises our point, doesn't it? It's such a, a, a community feel. Um, there's a whole section dedicated to the wellness side. So, yeah, just, just come and have a look. That's all I can say is just come and join us, have a look around. If it's not for you, it's not for you. That's completely fair enough. And I think on that note, we yeah. should... Um, Get chugging. I think so. Keep on chugging, guys, and we'll catch you next week. Take care.